Welcome to Education, Leadership, and Beyond, Surviving and Thriving. My name is Andrew Murata, host of the program, and it is show 127. Great to be with you. Happy to uh, be back on. We took a week off last week with Memorial Day on here. With all that's happening virtually, I needed a break. You probably needed a break. Uh, so there was no show last week, but happy to be back on. Happy to be a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. Happy to be on Voice Ed Radio Canada and happy to be here with you. And certainly excited to meet today's guest. Uh, one of the teachers in my building, Corey Ferguson in Port Jervis Schools. We are going to meet Corey and, and hear his journey and hear uh, what he's doing outside of school as well as he has his own tutoring business as he uh, is doing some unique things. So happy to be back on and let's get rolling. So today's concept is about feedback, right? And one of the things I've admired about Corey is the feedback that he sought out, right? He, he wanted to know about the job he did and he asked for us. And, and anytime we had a consultant in, anytime we had somebody in, Corey always volunteered, sure, bring him in and always responded well. And that was one of the things I admired. And I think it's important as school leaders, uh, as educators, that we do seek out feedback, right? That old concept of no news is good news. I'm not a fan of that, right? I, I, I'm, I'm liking to, well, let me get rid of this, sorry. I'm liking, uh, you know, to, to ask, how was it? How did you enjoy it? What did you think? What is something I could do better? What were some things that you like? So I wanted to read a, a quick story from my buddy's book, Leading Narratives. Uh, if you've been to any of my seminars and things, you know I'm a fan of this book because of the stories. This is from, uh, shout out, Dan Spanauer. What am I doing? Which way? <laughs> this way. Uh, Dan Spanauer um, and his, uh, his website, uh, theleadershippublishingteam.com. So here's a story about feedback and checking your work. That's the name of the story. So a store owner overheard a boy talking on the phone. The boy said, ma'am, can you give me a job cutting your lawn? The woman on the phone said, I already have someone to cut my lawn. The boy said, I will cut your lawn for half the price that the person who cut your lawn now. The woman said, I'm very satisfied with the person who's presently cutting my lawn. The boy with more perseverance said, I'll even sweep your floor and the stairs of your house for free. The woman said, no, thank you. And with a smile on his face, he hung up. The store owner who was listening to all this walked over to the boy and said, son, I like your attitude. I like that positive spirit and would like to offer you a job. The boy said, no, thanks. But you were really pleading for one, the store owner said. No, sir, I wasn't pleading for a job. I was just checking my performance at the job I already have. I am the one who was working for that lady I was talking to. So a little story about feedback and seeking out feedback. I think that's how we grow. I think that's how we learn to accept criticism. And that was just one of the many characteristics uh, that I admire about this young man uh, uh, who we're going to talk to today. So let's bring him in. We're going to see if the audio is working. Uh, but I'd like to welcome into the program, Corey Ferguson. Mr. Ferguson, welcome to the program. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me, Mr. Murata. Um, I know I've been waiting to do this for quite some time, so I'm glad I, uh, I finally got on. It took a pandemic for you to come on the program. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had some audio problems, but here we are, phone, and then and it worked out, and we were able to get you here. So, Corey, I really appreciate um, uh, you coming on. And what did you think about that story, Corey? That was, again, something that 
you've always done since you first joined us, whether it was us, whether it was an outside person, you always welcomed us into your room and, and sought out that feedback. What'd you think about that? Yeah. The, um, you know, it, that's a, that's a great story for, for me. Um, but we can always get better. Uh, I'm a big, you know, person of uh, growth mindset and, uh, you know, somebody somewhere could always tell us one thing that we can improve on. And if we're, you know, welcoming of that feedback, I mean, we could be better people every day. Agreed, uh, Corey. And for those that don't know you, I certainly know you very well. Why don't you give a little background about yourself and where you're from and, and just a short little tidbit about yourself. So uh, I grew up in Washington, New York. Um, I wound up graduating from high school there. I started my teaching career there. Um, I did go to, to school at SUNY Albany, where I majored in actuarial science, which uh, I'll talk about later on. Um, I was coaching right away. I wrestled in high school and college. I came back and I was able to coach at the high school that I worked at and went to. Um, taught a couple of years at Burke, and now this is completing my fourth year at Port Jervis, where uh, you know I'm coaching, I'm advising, um, getting involved any way I can. That is certainly the truth. And why math, Corey? What what drew you to become a math teacher? Uh, I'm always I was always big into math in middle school, high school. Uh, it came easy to me. Um, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, so this is a little uh, blurb about changing your major. I changed my major twice, really, in college. Um, I started as computer science, switched very quickly to actuarial science, and then decided that I was going to go be a teacher afterwards. Um, but math was, was something that I enjoyed it. It, it was super easy for me. Um, I actually just met up with um, my ninth grade math teacher uh, over the summer last year and uh, got to touch base with him. A um, little mutual connection with uh, Mike Sosnick got us in contact because now he works uh, with him again. Um, so I told him, I said, you know, if I were to think back to anybody who got me into the teaching field, it would be him. Uh, his name is Ray LaDuke. Um, and I don't know. It just, it's easy for me. So yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah. And uh, I know we have a number of people watching it, probably some of your fans here watching. So if you are watching, please leave us a comment or a question. Uh, and it's great to be here with Corey. Uh, Corey, what's it like? I certainly know your demeanor in the classroom, right? You're very easygoing. Uh, you have a great sense of humor. Never get too high, never get too low. You kind of, you know. But what's it like teaching now virtually, right? Being across the computer from people. What, what is it like? Uh, it has its pros and cons. Um, it is certainly tough because math is one of those subjects where you have to be in the classroom to really, you know, kind of grasp those concepts. Um, I think I've been trying my best to um, get that across. You know, my, my first videos that I was making, I was just writing on my, my screen. But I think the kids really needed to see, okay, I'm doing this step. And I pause. Okay, now I'm, I'm pointing here. This is what I want you guys to look at. Then I'm going here. So then I started kind of getting out of my comfort zone and, and you know, doing those videos. Um, I think I have a good handle on it, but um, it doesn't matter if I'm in the classroom or, you know, coming across your computer screen. Uh, some kids aren't going to pay attention regardless. So um, if they watch the videos, I would hope that I would 
you know, be able to instruct them uh, in the classroom or out, or out. Yeah. And Corey, you certainly add some humor to it. I know you did one just even about getting set up to do the work, right? About finding your place, finding your spot. And like, I love how you cleared the desk off. Like, like you know, not afraid to act silly. Where does that come from? Uh, I, I don't know. You know, people ask, like, where does, again, where do you come up with this? I do talk to, to some friends of mine. Uh, and my friend Brian is big into making videos. He came up with the, the color change shirt with the markers. Um, you know, Nicole Vasti said, you know, Corey, you need to make a video for these directions um, only if you're feeling creative. <laughs> so I, I, I sat in my office here and I, I said, all right, what can I do that's silly here? And throw in a bunch of papers. I made sure I moved, you know, the my, my important documents because I didn't want to you know, sweep them onto the floor and then have to pick them all up. Um, made sure the Chromebook was moved, school-issued Chromebook was moved off the desk because I wasn't going to do that. Um, I, I, it's it's allowed me to kind of thrive in a different atmosphere now that, um, you know, the, the quote that I always talk about is, you know, comfort zone. Um, I got out of it and I'm, I'm really having a blast doing these things and I, I kind of send them to certain people for feedback and, uh, you know, they tell me what they like, what they didn't like, and you know, just whatever's going on in here just comes out. Yeah. And I'm certainly a believer, Corey, right? If you can make the kid laugh, if you can entertain the kid, and they're enjoying and looking forward to Mr. Ferguson's videos, they might get a little math out of it too, yep. right? But you've yep. built those relationships. You've built that trust, not through math initially, but yep. through humor, through calmness, through your authenticity. And, and that is, those are some admirable uh, traits, and I commend you. Thank you. Yeah. Corey, uh, another thing, right, you mentioned the coaching, right? You jumped right in. You're coaching. You're a class advisor. But tell me about your, your role as coach and, and how it relates to, you know, your, your role in the classroom. Do they go hand in hand? Is it something separate? And what does coaching uh, at the high school level mean for you? Uh, I think they, they certainly go hand in hand. Um, athletics and academics, you know, they, they intermingle in so many different scenarios. Um, it helped me, even when I was working at Washingtonville, I was the modified wrestling coach working in the middle school. Um, it helped me keep those relationships. Uh, I remember one time I was subbing in the middle school and um, a teacher came to, to my door and she said, these kids were really bad yesterday, so I got to let them know that, you know, if they continue this, they're going to get in trouble. And two of my wrestlers walk around the corner. They were almost late. And I said, were, were these two the knuckleheads that, that were messing around yesterday? She said, yep. I said, there's not going to be any issue today. Um, and, there, and there wasn't because those kids knew me. They respected me. Um, they knew that if they annoyed me in class, that they were going to see me on the mat later on. Um, <laughs> But it does allow me um, certain situations, you know, maybe I am too stern just because of the way that, you know, I was trained and whatnot and how I coach with wrestling because um, I feel like, you know, wrestlers are pretty tough kids. So I'll come into the classroom with that, that sternness and that toughness and I, you know, really should back off a little bit. But I could do that after I, you know, they know that they're not going to get one over on me. Um but it certainly helps, and, and even you know coming in right away and, and getting involved in coaching, um, the kids knew me, they respected me. Uh, it made my my day to day stuff a lot easier as well. Yeah, and Corey, like again, you're so 
you're, you're mild-mannered, right? You're very calm, and then you think about wrestling, and it's such an aggressive sport that I'm gonna I'm gonna pin you down. And then here's calm Corey Ferguson. They're almost like they don't match. Like, why wrestling? How, how did that happen? Uh, well, I joined in uh, sixth grade um, because I watched it on TV. I knew that they were you know nowhere near. Um, the same. Also, I had one of my brother's friends would always come by and he would have a black eye. He got stitches across his forehead one time. I'm like, Ma, I want to do this. I want to do this. She's like, absolutely not. <laughs> um, but she let me and, uh, you know, she would record, she would record like this uh, with her eyes closed. And um, she she was uh, upset for, you know, when, when she thought I was getting hurt and whatnot, which I, I had my fair share. Um I wasn't going to coach when I graduated college because I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And uh, I'll never forget a, a friend of mine, my phone rings. I was actually on the, the checkout line at Stop and Shop. And uh, he says, Corey, my dad wants to talk to you. I'm like, uh-oh. So, and I ran I ran Albany's wrestling team for four years while I was up there. So obviously I was around the sport. And uh, he said, he said, why aren't you, why don't you want to be this, this uh, why don't you want to apply for the coaching job? So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really not sure what I want to do right now. And he says, you got to be effing kidding me if you're not going to take this coaching job. And I'm like, uh, all right, I guess <laughs> I, I went and I introduced myself to the AD. And he said, are you applying for the job? I said, uh, yeah. Sat down and um, he had me go do my, my CPR first aid and all that. And then uh, I came back. I remember I, I took the – I didn't sub that day. I, I went and I got it done. I, like – Sped over to the school right at two o'clock when it was we were over. He brought me into the wrestling room and then I started that day. So it was, uh, and and now, you know, I, I always was big on now at in my point in my career, I want to coach at the school that I'm working at because I've had, um, you know, I almost I almost coached at Warwick, I almost coached at Goshen, I almost coached at uh, Valley Central. But I, I didn't have, I said, you know, if you can get me a teaching job, yeah, I'll coach for, for you guys. But, uh, you know, I emailed uh, Eric Hartman uh, like a couple of days before my interview and just, you know, let him know. You know I wasn't sure if he remembered who I was. So, uh, hey, you know, it's Court Ferguson. Um, and, you know, he got me on and I was volunteering for that time and got a paid position this past year. So things are, are going up. That's right. That's right. And your buddy Andre Lee from Washingtonville, the coach there is watching. Yeah, uh, um, Andre Lee is a genius with with all this stuff. So I learned a lot from him, and uh, he's really good with Excel. So uh, if you ever need any tips, any Washington people out there, um, but he is he is he would have wrestling plans, practice plans to the minute, um, and he would kind of pick apart every single thing that that needed to be done. And you know, the Washington program is thriving under his coaching. And Corey, now you've kind of combined your the wrestling and your math, and and you, you know you, you jumped into the Twitter world, and your and your name is at wrestling with math, right? And you're taking that challenge of math. So Corey, the roadblocks. Why why do kids struggle with algebra? Why do kids? There's so many. It seems that our kids struggle with math. Like, what are some of those roadblocks? And then how are you helping them get around them? Uh, the two biggest ones that can hurt I mean, students everywhere, even parents, uh, lack of self-esteem and lack of self-confidence. 
Um, you know, those two things, if you get a kid who's confident, I would always tell kids, you know, I don't care if you yell out the wrong answer, but you are so confident in that answer. I could work with that. But if they're scared to even answer the question, you know, I always think of, uh, I, there was one student who would say, you know, say it with your chest. Uh, my dad told me, say it with my chest. Um, and I would think, you know, say it with that confidence that I don't care if this is wrong. If I say two plus two and that kid yells five, but he's, you know, like really confident in that answer and he's, he's motivated to answer, he's engaged, uh, I could work with that. And, and, you know, sometimes if you hear something like that and it's like you want to laugh, but you don't because, you know, that kid, he was, he was, you know, confident enough to answer in front of all of his peers. Um, you know, these kids don't want to be wrong in front of their friends. They don't want to be wrong in front of their teachers. Um, it's, it's, it's not cool to be, uh, you know, um, smart there in, in a lot of situations. And if you get a question wrong, you're considered dumb in front of your classmates. So it's, um, you know, those things, if, if I could get rid of the, the lack of self-esteem and, and self-confidence, these kids, they can do it. They just have to believe in themselves that they can. And you've done so many creative things to make it fun and, and get around that, right? Sometimes they don't even remember because you're you're playing Howie Mandel and Deal or No Deal, and you got the board and you got the stuff, the briefcases, and now the kids are having fun playing a board game but you're really tricking them in to do math. So it's it's really a magical environment that you're creating in there. Um, and that's a, that was, that was a, a surprising answer, right? Because it's got nothing to do with math. Yeah, oh, it, it rarely does in that situation, which it stinks. I mean, if these kids would just – a lot of kids also, they don't like to have to uh, follow the steps. Um, they want their answer right away. And with math, with a lot of things, you you can't just you're not going to get the answer you know like that. You're going to have to work for it, and uh, the um, instant gratification isn't there with uh, a lot of the math that we do. So how are you adjusting, Corey? So right, you're in your classroom. You have 20 kids in front of you. You can see the thinking, right? You see the kid doing like ah, and you see it, and you can almost kind of you're right there. But now you're like doing it blindfolded because you can't see their reactions, right? So how are you identifying maybe some of the stumbles now that you're not face-to-face -face with uh, those students? One thing, we're using Delta Math for, for our assignments. You know, the majority of the math department is. Um, what stinks with that website is uh, you only see when, when you see the wrong answer, you see how long they took on the problem and what their answer was. You can't see the work. So a lot of times when they say, I don't get it, um, I'm confused, uh, I'll ask you know, what they're confused about. Um, you know, did you go watch the video? Did you pause the video? Did you have the video open while you were doing the problem? Um, usually they'll respond yes, or I'm still confused. Um, I will have them take pictures of their work because a lot of them, they're, they're thinking, oh, well, it's on a website. I could type my answers in just on the website. I don't have to show any work, mm. but I don't, I don't know what's, did you do the steps? Did you, you know, write everything out? Um, it is, it is a lot harder and, when we tell them to submit work to us, um, we don't really get too many responses. So it's, it, it is tough. And it's, uh, I, I wish I could you know, sit with them. And even if you do a Google meet with them, you're looking face to face. They're not holding up their paper and saying, okay, you know, I, I went wrong here. Um, unless they were to you know share their screen with you and they're writing on their, their yeah. laptop or something like that. Yeah. So challenges. Yeah. 
Corey, you've done so many things that have just been so unique uh, and different, again, in your calm manner. I love the, the wrestling belt that you created, right? Uh, the Howie Mandel. And then something I've never seen before. And I actually I got it right, right here, Mr. Murata. Oh, there you go. Yeah, hold that up. Show that off. <laughs> now, that, that, is, that is the championship belt. And, and what kid gets that? How do you get that belt? Um, that one, so each kid does get a, a championship belt after every test or, or quiz. Um, that one is the highest test grade among my four sections of algebra. The overall, like the combining of the belts from the different wrestling things? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, I even put it in the book here, Corey, that you wore a different shirt for 180 school days. Now, I'm not an old veteran, but I'm a veteran. I've been in this 20 years. I've never heard of such a thing, and and I certainly don't have that many shirts. What 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 is that? Uh, well, first, and and you know, my wife makes fun of me, but uh, that was before we moved in together. So I, I did have a, a rather big closet. Um, and. Do you remember how I how it came up in conversation with with you and I? Or I mean, you always dress nice. I know I complimented you a few times, uh, but no, so, I, I, I forgot. So um, Tom Ricard came to my classroom at the end of the day, and I was wearing, I think I wore uh, three sweaters that week, and he said, "You know, your name came up. Uh, I think we want you to wear some more ties." And I went home. It was right before spring break. I went home and I picked out three weeks, 15 days worth of uh, shirt and tie combinations. And then, you know, you had said, oh, you know, I know Mr. Ricard spoke with you. And, and, and I told you, I said, you know, I, I like pride myself on my attire and my, my wardrobe. And th that comment like ruined my day that day. And uh, that's when, you know, Randy was my mentor. And I said, I said, oh, my God, this is my first year. And, you know, now they're worried about my dress. What, what am I doing? Um, and then it came to like, like uh, beginning of May and I was running out of shirts. And, you know, Randy, Kelsey and Amelia, you know, because Kelsey and Amelia and I all got hired together. They said, you have to do this. We will buy you shirts if you don't have enough, because if you do this, they're going to talk about this for the rest of your career. <laughs> if you don't, they're never going to talk about it. You know, you, this is not something. Um, so I just, I, I was like, all right, I, I can do this. And, and I did. And it's uh, now I could say I wore a different shirt every day of my first year working at Port Jervis. Oh, I, <laughs> I loved it. I mean, I remember when you told me I was in your classroom. I mean, think about how many word problems you can create too, right? With with just that concept, there's so much you could do with it. Yeah, different, there's different combinations. I didn't wear different pants every day, you know. Yeah. I did, you know. I don't have that many pants, but uh, and I, I did have it going this year too. And then I wound up repeating like in the beginning of March, and then we were out the rest of the year. So I could have done it my tenure year also, but I I overlapped like three days. Corey, um, again, just doing a, a great job here at school. Um, so many admirable characteristics. You know, who are some of the mentors in your life, Corey, that have impacted you to kind of help mold you who you are today? Um, you know, one more recently that, that always comes to mind who I, who I you know, text quite frequently is Mike Sosnick. 
Um, you know, he is now teaching back at, at Marlboro. Um, Mike should really be a motivational speaker. Um, the, the way that he gets his point across, and I, I texted him. Um, we had a, a few issues this year with the wrestlers, so I, I texted him, and, and he knew exactly what to say to, to put me in a better mood. Um, he was the one who, who jumped out you know, right away. Um, I do kind of credit my prior wrestling coaches also, um, you know, the way that they trained me, um, I, I channel that in the classroom as well, you know, that discipline and whatnot, um, to kind of keep going and, and, uh, you know, having that mental toughness and whatnot that is needed in and out of the classroom. Yeah. And that's, you know, these mentors have taught us and helped us. And, and now you're doing that not only for your students, but also your student athletes. Corey, outside of school, too, you've you've grown quite a following. Uh, you know, you you started Ferguson Tutoring Center, right? And you know, tell me about what, what made you want to do more, right? So many people right after work, they're just exhausted. They've given so much during the day. It's like, oh, I can't. You know, but you do more, right? You teach after school, and now you run a tutoring business. Tell me a little bit about that. Uh, well, it is certainly, as I've um, progressed in my career, it is getting a, a little much. Um, my wife likes having me at home, but doesn't like when I'm, you know, locked away tutoring for so so many uh, hours. Um, it, it does go, if I didn't enjoy math, I don't think I would enjoy tutoring as much. Um, but it does keep me sharp with all of the regions classes. And, uh, you know, when we get to like um, grading regions exams, I feel confident enough that I could I could answer geometry. I could answer algebra two questions and not just algebra. Like I'm not stuck in that little channel of, OK, I can only do algebra. Um, but I've kind of I, I switch now. I think this is my third year, third or fourth year with, uh, you know, my LLC, Ferguson Tutoring Center, because I wanted to be more professional. Um, you know, I was having, I wasn't traveling anymore. I was having the students come to my home office that I made. Um, so I just wanted the parents to be more comfortable and confident working with me. Um, I wanted that presence there that, you know, Corey Ferguson Tutor doesn't sound as good as Ferguson Tutoring Center. Um, where I went with a logo, I, you know, I, I made some shirts and got whatnot. The, got the nice uh, sweatshirts. I, I, yep, I yep, was voluntold to get buy one. <laughs> uh, you know, I have the Facebook page where, you know, people can go on and they can make appointments and, and message me. Um, I always tell them to leave reviews and whatnot. Um, I've attended some um, local, um, like, career fairs and, and, you know, helping out in the community where I keep track of all of my um, passing ratings, and uh, on my phone I have, you know, the past four or five years, I have every kid and, and their region score, so I can go back, and if I talk to them years later, I'm like, hey, remember when you got an 85 on that algebra regions? Uh, I've had kids, you know, that's uh, a little shout-out to uh, Maura Brady Wilson over there. She, she you know, ran some raves that, that I helped uh, Josie get through all of her uh, algebra, um, her regions classes, um, it's those things also that, you know, you do get in the classroom, but having that extra bit of connection that I have with those kids and it's one-on-one. -on -one, so I get to know them. Um, tutoring has gone down quite a bit in this pandemic, but I have been doing some, uh, online tutoring where it's something new and mm -hmm. if it works, I could maybe keep this going on the side as well. Yeah. 
And Corey, you know, you hear like uh, comedians, right? They'll go to a smaller club and practice their set to when then they get to the big stage. They've already done it a couple of times. Do you find yourself that that's the same kind of concept that you can practice maybe some of your techniques in the smaller setting to when then you're on stage in the classroom? Um, here and there, I have done that. Um, I've actually done it with um, some of my lessons I've used during night school since it's a smaller setting. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to try this out with you guys. Let's see if it works. And then I could tweak things here and there. Um, usually with the one-on-one, -on -one, it's not too much of me trying something new. Because um, if I'm trying to teach it to a class, I think I would want uh, a little bit more of an audience um, before doing that. Sure. Corey, what was something else that you wanted to share? Before we get to rapid fire, we're approaching our, uh, you know, the rapid fire portion. What, what was something else that you wanted to share being on the program here? Uh, check me out on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, what, are the, what is the name of the YouTube channel? Because, again, the videos are, are fantastic. It's, uh, it's Wrestling With Math, and uh, I could uh, thank you for that name with coming up with my two passions and kind of having a play on words with that. Um, also on Twitter, it's it's at wrestling w math because I wasn't able to get uh, the whole with math on there. But uh, share and it's informational instructional videos for algebra right now, and you know some of them have a little bit of uh, of jokes here and there in them. Yeah, they really are uh, something, and I, and I hope they get going. And if you're an educator watching, if you're a math teacher watching, you know certainly I would I would advise you to to check those out. So let's get to the rapid fire, Corey. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Last book you read? Uh, Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. I, did I tell you about that? Uh, I may have seen it, but I heard about it on a podcast. Yeah, I love that. The great, great story. Book. Amazing great how book. he started Nike, right? Yeah. Amazing. So out of the back of his parents' car. Yeah. I loved it. Oh, my God. That's, that's great. Uh, last movie you saw? Uh, just watched Cry Baby last night with my wife. Okay, uh, good. With, uh, with Johnny Depp, that was a. Uh, it was it was weird. <laughs> okay, favorite place to travel. I know we can't travel much, but favorite place to travel. Uh, I haven't been too many places, but I loved uh, on our honeymoon. We went to visit Greece since I am a quarter Greek. Mm -hmm. So uh, we went to Athens, and then uh, we went to uh, where else did we go? Uh, Santorini. Uh, but it was it was really nice there, and, and Athens with all the temples and whatnot was was really cool to see. Something that motivates you is uh, my students. You know, a little different right now that we're not able to see them, but you know, those guys and, and girls keep me going every day. A pet peeve of yours? Um, talking on the phone while you're in the checkout line. Oof! I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. I second that. Why the Carolina Panthers? Um, my aunt actually lives in Carolina. So when I first started uh, watching NFL, she Panthers were a brand new team in, in 95. So she sent me up a bunch of stuff for Christmas, and I just stuck with them. And they, they're for one of the first couple seasons. They went to the NFC Championship game, right? The, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Uh, yeah. They lost, they lost to Green Bay. I uh, I love it on, on Mondays that you always have the tie on when they win. <laughs> yeah, if they win, yeah. Greatest Panther of all time. Um, I personally like Steve Smith Senior. 
Um, he's an animal. He, he had the flu and he ran like an 85 yard touchdown, threw up and then went back right back on the field. Um, that's mental toughness right there. Spreading those germs too during a pandemic. <laughs> Easy to, how about the best wrestler of all time? Professional wrestling, of course. So WWE? Sure. All right. Uh, my favorite is Rey Mysterio. So he's a, uh, he's a small guy who can, uh, beat the bigger guys. I remember we asked that question in your interview. Yep. What does it mean to be uh, coaching and teaching at Port Jervis where you have the legendary Bannock brothers and the history of Port Jervis wrestling? What does that mean to you? Uh, it's something that I could add to any conversation. Hey, by the way, uh, we got Olympic gold medalists that, uh, that came through this town. Um Thankfully, I knew about them when I did interview because the, the superintendent, he said, did you ever hear about Ed Lou Bannock? And I said, yeah. And uh, tell me about him. I said, oh, I'm glad I did my homework. Um, and Deb did get me a, a signed copy of their book for um, my first year teaching there. So that's uh, the Uncommon Bonds. That's, uh, but it, it's, I don't think many other people could say that they coach at a school that had Olympic gold medals, at least in New York. Yeah, sure. Corey, you have a lot of leadership in what you're doing. What would you say the most important part of leadership is that, that leaders should have? Uh, lead by example. Um, I would always tell kids, you know, even when coaching and, and whatnot, uh, I'm never going to tell you something that I can't do myself. Um, so lead by example, do the right thing. Um, you know, after our wrestling matches, I'm in, I'm in the stands cleaning up garbage um, because I think that we, you know, we should clean up after ourselves and kind of give the custodians a little bit of a break. Um, but if the kids start seeing me doing that, then they start kind of picking up on it, and then they could, uh, you know, do the same without me having to ask at all. Best purchase under a hundred dollars that has had a great impact on your life. So this one, you know, I've watched your your podcast a couple of times. I I really had to think about this one, and I even brought it up to to Jen, and I said I said I I, I don't know. Uh, she said uh, first she said her wedding ring. But, uh, <laughs> I said that was more than a hundred. She said. <laughs> She said, you paid for lunch on our first date. And I said, that has had the biggest impact of my life. Your wife, uh, yeah, obviously a smart answer. Yeah. Something about Corey Ferguson that people do not know about. Uh, I could juggle. I learned how to juggle in high school phys ed class. Uh, three? Three things? Three, yeah. yeah. Can't do more yet. I'd like to see that uh, on location. If you watch the uh, the math instruction video, uh, I do juggle graphing calculators in it. <laughs> I see that. Not very successfully. <laughs> uh, it took a few takes. I believe that we all have a book in us, Corey. What is the title of your book? Um, I did start writing my own book, but it's uh, maybe I'll, I'll pick that up. I it, it keeps kind of going around in my head, but like something like coaching from the corner. I don't know why that has kind of like always been there. I, I think that if I did make a book, that's going to wind up being my title of some sort of, uh, of way. Okay. I think it's got to be wrestling with math. I think that's pretty, be, pretty, yeah. pretty unique. Uh, what's your short-term goal, Corey? Three to five months? Um, I think here, just to kind of grow uh, professionally, I want to you know finish some things up with um, you know taking more classes and whatnot and uh, I was taking a few for SmartBoard and kind of figuring a way to uh, 
to kind of tweak my lessons a little bit and make them a little bit more interactive. But uh, that's what I've been playing around with uh, in my downtime. Okay. Corey, do you have a favorite quote that you want to end this with here or something that really sticks to your core a little bit? I had to look it up to find out exactly how it was worded, but I've always you know, talked about that whole comfort zone, and it is by Roy Bennett. You never change your life until you step out of your comfort zone. Change begins at the end of your comfort zone, which is uh, kind of you know sits with me there because I, I, I have come out of my comfort zone, and I've been able to kind of play around with these things. I would have never done these things 10 years ago, but now that I'm having fun and it's, it's entertaining for me. Yeah. And you do it in such a way. It's just, I don't know. It's really, really funny. So, uh, but it's been an honor to have you on Corey. Uh, how can people get in touch with you? I know we talked about uh, your business a little bit in the tutoring and Twitter wrestling with math, but again, if, if someone is watching this and they do want to uh, have you as a tutor or have questions, how can they get in touch with you? Uh, so on Facebook, if you uh, search Ferguson tutoring center, uh, or facebook.com slash Ferguson Tutoring Center, all you know together, no spaces, uh, or Twitter, Wrestling W Math, all together, or on YouTube, uh, Wrestling with Math. Um, reach out to me in any of those um, social media. And let's post those uh, in the in the comments here. I know we had a number of people watching. Thank you so much, Corey. We are going to wrap this up. Let me cue this music up here. And. Of course. There we go. Uh, it's been great to have you on, Corey. Uh, this was Corey Ferguson here on Education Leadership Beyond. It was show 127. Thank you so much for tuning in. If I could help you in any way, don't hesitate to reach out at Andrew Murata 21 Corey Ferguson. Thanks, Corey. Thank you. Stay on the line, Corey. Yeah.